each thing with tremendous respect. So you approach your zaku, and we do a bow. Now sometimes people bow like it's a funeral, you know. You bow and you hold it forever as if somebody has died, you know. Well, I don't know that that's the right bow, you know, for a za- greeting a zafu. The quick bow maybe isn't the right bow either. I've seen the lackadaisical bow, you know, where people just go like this as if it doesn't matter because they either don't know or they've bowed for so many decades that who needs this? You know, I know what a bow is. So there's a million ways. And when somebody's bowing, you see their whole character manifesting. You see the entire life of a person in a single bow. Not one thing about their whole life is left out. Are they standing straight? Are they there, bowing? Are they taking their time? What are they doing? So this is a really wonderful question, see. We don't say there's exactly a right way to bow. But the real question is, are you being precise and are you being connected? So when we put our hands together, you know, you might think the bow is with your hands, but that's not correct, see. If you hold your hands, you have a nice circle here. And the circle is, uh, opens your heart. So you have a circle. You, you can do that, try that, you know, put your hands up. See, if you're just feeling your hands and seeing your hands, you're missing the point. How about softening in the, el- your elbows are up, but how about softening? Your hands can be completely together and joined in a non-dual pose, but it can be very soft and warm, and you can feel your heart connecting to your hands, because really the relationship is as much between your heart and your zafu as it is between your hands and your zafu. It's actually between your feet and your zafu, too. It's between all of you and the zafu. So then, when you bow, do you have some feeling? Or are you bowing mechanically? Or are you bowing like your neighbor? Or are you bowing like Suzuki Roshi bowed? Or are you bowing like Steve bows? Or are you bowing like you think the book said you should bow? See, there's a kind of bow where there's no really correct way to bow. But the correct way to bow is built upon how alert you are, how connected you are to both your own heart and the zafu, which is there smiling at you and ready to do something very, very important. It's ready to support your entire life. So you bow to the zafu, then we turn to the right, then we bow to everybody else. And that, of course, I think we all realize is an important bow, but some of us still bow as if it's not so important. Because you're bowing to yourself, actually. You're bowing to Buddha, you're bowing to your deep connection, and we respect everybody. So you sit down on your cushion. Maybe, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know enough of you well enough to know exactly what you're doing during Zazen. We haven't talked so much about that. Maybe you've talked to Steve or your friends about that, other people. But it's very important to see that you can feel, especially on your sits bones, that there's a cushion under there. And that cushion is supporting your whole life. Now, this might sound strange, you know. Well, are you grateful to the cushion? I mean, that might sound like a weird or funny or odd question, but actually, it's a very fundamental Zen question. It's very important. 
Are you grateful to that which supports you? So your cushion, your zafu, supports you. Are you grateful to the mat that supports the zafu? Are you grateful to the floor that supports the mat? Are you grateful to the earth that supports the floor? Are you grateful to that hot molten core that is the center of the earth? Are you grateful to the planet that's spinning so that gravity keeps you down? Are you grateful to the sun that keeps you alive? It really, you know, it's very simple matter to just extend that out. So, on the one hand, we want to be grateful to the Zafu because it's always there for us. But on the other hand, Zafu uh, is is supported by emptiness. It's supported by something that uh, uh, comes up each moment. So, in one sense, we say the Zafu supports you, but in the other sense, uh, you support the Zafu, and you and the Zafu are supported by emptiness, by nothing. So you can't actually, on the one hand, you can completely rely on the Zafu, and on the other hand, uh, there's nothing to rely on. So this isn't so clear to us if we think the Zafu is just a thing, just a Zafu, it's just a pillow. But it becomes more clear if we realize the Zafu is Buddha herself. But in order to cultivate that understanding, we have to bow a couple million times. Because when you bow, which is, isn't so... We, we didn't, I didn't grow up bowing. I mean, I mean, how much, we didn't know that. I don't think any of us grew up bowing. Some of you that are Catholic maybe grew up kneeling, but oh, like this. But we don't, really don't grow up bowing. But when you bow, you give your entire life away. You completely give your whole self away. In each bow. Now, to become really precise, when the tea server comes around, you could bow that way. When you bow to the altar, you could bow that way. Bow that way each time. If you observe Steve's bow, his bow has a certain quality to it of sameness. So there's a, there's a kind of... There's different ways of bowing, but... In, in some certain way, he bows down a certain way and holds his hand a certain way. And this is because this is how he cultivates a certain feeling and demonstrates a certain relationship that he has with the altar, with us, with the zapu. So, each bow is a demonstration of your relationship to everything. And each bow is a uh, expression of how you allow yourself to be supported completely. How you let yourself rely on everything. Uh, so it's a really good moment to bring that 
into focus when you first bow. Because then, see, zazen isn't when the bell rings. Those hands come together, everything is right here. And then I bow and I say, oh, hello, Zafu. Zafu says hello back, you know, it's smiling. Actually, we're not too far apart. Uh, actually, I'm not sure whether it's me bowing to the Zafu or the Zafu bowing to me. Or maybe something else is going on there. It's hard to say exactly what's going on there. But I know that if I'm very precise and feel something here, and uh, bow genuinely with some deep appreciation. It's an interesting moment. Then, each activity after that, when I move into zazen, becomes part of that bow. So then I'm not just sitting down getting ready for zazen, see? I'm paying attention. Now I have to fix these robes, right? That's the whole deal. I mean, I'm still, I don't know how to get dressed yet, you know, so I'm still working on that. But still, uh, I'm paying attention to how I'm getting dressed, and I pay attention to here, and I pay attention to how I'm getting... So actually it's kind of seamless. From the bow to the last bell of Zazen is kind of seamless. It's as if... Uh, maybe the first bow isn't the beginning... first bell isn't the beginning of Zazen. Maybe it's just a bell in the middle of being here. It's just another sound in the middle of some uh, deep life that we all share uh, in each moment, actually. If you have a question or something you'd like to say about bowing to your software, I actually would like to hear from you. So if you have something you'd like to say about your own experience of bowing, or if you have a question, uh, or, or, or something you'd like to maybe look at together, really, and uh, talk about, uh, let's do that. I don't have too much else to say. I think that you understand what I'm saying. Yes, David. Could you talk a little bit about how Zazen affects attention? development of attention. Hmm. Well, it's a complete undivided activity right now. So it doesn't develop it as much as we sit in the middle of it. Sometimes if we think we're developing something, we have a notion that we need to uh, maybe get better at something. Although actually that happens, it's good to not think that. <laughs> it's better to just sit in the middle of right now, and then you are attention to whatever is arising. So in our practice, we begin with focusing on the breath, which is in the mid right here. But we let ourselves be aware of anything. So uh, then just somehow that, that's how we live. 
Okay. Yes, I mean it. Well, coming sort of on the late edge <laughs> in here and uh, bowing to my sample, if there is one. <laughs> you never know whether the sufferer receives me kindly by being nice and, you know, full or real lumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know where I want to go with this, but it's, it's a, it's a two-way road. My bowing really kindly to it or appreciative doesn't make my sufferer any unlumpy or <laughs> more fitting to my body. Uh, you know, you know, and uh, what that makes me think of is, is it's kind of like life, isn't it? No matter how much you respect it, it doesn't conform to your wishes. Okay. You have to take it on its own so terms. And suffer. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. It's interesting to just accept that now I'm going to sit zazen on a lumpy zapu, and I won't quite be straight. <laughs> yeah. But to know that, uh, uh, yeah, that's not so easy sometimes, actually. Do you find that difficult sometimes? I mean, to just say, oh my gosh, I don't get to, I got here late, I don't get to run around and find the exact right zapu, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah last time I just found one lying there on the floor and I threw it on my seat because there wasn't any, uh, that was perfect zapu. Yeah. just by the wayside. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting to feel lucky no matter what the zafu is. That's a very interesting place where you feel incredibly lucky. Uh, I heard a story today. I, I, I knew I just, I, w- I didn't know how I was going to be able to tell this story when I heard it, and I knew I had to tell it, and you segued into it for me about feeling lucky, because I was very, I felt very lucky when I heard this story. A friend of mine is a nurse and had a uh, patient who was a young single mother. And this nurse told me that she gave, uh, uh, I think she was black, the, the young mother, and that she had congestive heart disease or something that she was going to die of. And her parents had made a room for her in a closet. And um, my, and it was very, very hot. And apparently, when when you can't breathe with this thing, and it's really hot, it, you're really miserable. It's terrible. And so, uh, my friend was moving and gave this person a uh, air conditioning unit or a fan or something for this little closet that she was living in. She was sitting on a lumpy zapu. She's not here to tell us about what that was like in that closet, dying, leaving behind two kids, not being able to breathe. And all I could think was, man, my lucky. I kind of think that every time I bow to the zapu. Okay, it's lumpy. Okay, it's this. Okay, it's that. But come on, here we are. You know, it doesn't get better than just being here together, gratefully. Uh, 
without uh, with with clean water, which what a third of the world doesn't have, with literacy, which is one out of seven don't have, and with you know it, the list is long, what we have. So uh, our complaints are a good indication that um, we've forgotten something. But we each have to figure out what it is we've forgotten. And I think this refinement, this idea of refinement, of returning to a complete presence in the moment with a feeling of deep, respectful connection is uh, important to find, although actually it's never been lost. So, how do you find something that actually you haven't lost? Good question. Someone else? Christine? Uh, Yeah. um, So, we were talking about uh, the first bow of the evening here. The way that we're set up this tour is And that's a standing bow and one of gratitude and respect and presence. And some of us can't do a full bow uh, for various physical reasons, but some of us do do a full bow down to the floor, which is a little different. Could you talk a little bit about that experience for you? A full bow versus a standing bow? No difference. Because there is a, for me, a different feeling of raising my hand. And you were talking about giving your life away. And that's definitely something I experience, mm. I think, more. more. More when you... Yeah, and, and during service, I have had times where my knees wouldn't allow me to go down. Mm. And so just to standing bow, do like yeah. to raise my hands up, mm. because I do feel that yeah. surrender. That's mm. wonderful. I, I'm glad you uh, pointed out that sometimes there's, it can be a different quality of experience depending on how you bow. And I would also say, though, consider that when you bow standing, bow as if you're completely on the floor, and when you're bowing on the floor, bow as if you're standing. Anybody else, Vicki? I find it interesting that you talked about this tonight because, um, uh, well, it was my own attitude that really um, this, this expression of pride before a fall. <laughs> I bowed to my zafu tonight and sat down on it and then went, it feels really high. And I did all these hip opening exercises in my yoga today. and I, I should be able as a yogi to sit without a zafu. And so I got up, discarded the zafu, and went and took two square little mats. I was really sorry about 10 minutes into sitting. Mm. My legs fell asleep. <laughs> when I got up, I could barely stand and came in. So um, I think twice before I uh, throw away a zapu again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. What does that bell mean exactly? Five minutes. Oh, good. Uh, somebody else? Yes. Would you want to, how would you feel about bowing to a zafu if you like? Huh? 
One that doesn't smile. What, when, I, when I didn't like. Yeah, one that barking at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we have it's amazing that some people really like them. <laughs> but your I question is... You, could you feel grateful to any, any kind of software? Of course. If you didn't like it. What if I had lumps in it? Well, still this is actually a really important question because uh, I, I would ask that kind of, you know... Um, Actually, I'm glad for the chance to work with not having preferences, which is much harder to not to see that I cause myself great distress in the liking and the disliking. It's quite natural to not like something. It's also quite okay to be authentic and to say, you know, this doesn't work for me. This is going to kill my back, you know. Let me switch it out for a better one. Or I just, you know, I don't do blow-up softwares. You know, I'm happy saying I don't do blow-up softwares. You can do a blow-up software all you want. I don't do blow-up softwares, okay? I'm very cool with that. However, if I was presented, it's like being presented with something you're guest at a dinner and you're presented with foreign food that you know might make you sick. Do you eat it? with gratitude. It's a wonderful question. You know, we, that's the question we each have to answer. Is uh, It's not my answer for you, please. It's really our question in then, is how do we greet a world that gives us discomfort? We would be so lucky if it was just a zafu. It's uh, an illegal war. It's starving people, it's AIDS, it's child slave labor. You want to talk about discomfort, we'll be here a long time. And this is our world. Are we going to be miserable about it? Are we going to be resentful about it? Are we going to lose our composure about it? Where's the place where we're completely with this world, with gratitude, even though the first noble truth is in our face, always, is tremendous suffering. And our little suffering, for me, helps me realize that somebody's dying in a closet of heart failure, not being able to breathe, and that maybe uh, I'm making a little bit too much out of my own suffering. Maybe. I don't want to deny it, but maybe how do I play with the edge of that, you know, awareness that there's a lot of suffering going on. Somebody else? Last, last, last statement. I just wanted to say that there's a, I don't know who took it, but a very artistic and lovely picture of Zafu on the website. Oh, yeah. My favorite picture. You like mm -hmm. that? This is Zafu in the light. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. That's a smiling Zafu. I don't want to say. You just sit and look at it for a minute. Yeah. Thank you for reminding us. Yeah. Well, thank you very much.